Welcome back to the Raider Report podcast, everyone. My name is Nick Benvenuto. I'm the news editor for the Wright State Guardian, as well as the host of this podcast. Today, we are joined by Claire O'Toole, social media assistant. Hi, guys. Maxwell Patton, Wright Life reporter. Hey, everyone. And Sammy Irvin, general manager of WWSU 106.9. Hello. Well, hello, guys. Welcome to the 11th episode of our podcast. I'm really excited to have Sammy on here today, Um, but basically today I wanted to sit down and talk to everybody about um, non-traditional students and what it's like being a non-traditional student. I myself am am considered a non-traditional student. I decided to come back to um, university at a later age. Um, I came to Wright State when I was 22, I believe, 22, 23, something like that. So um, coming into my senior year here, I've had a lot of experiences um, that probably differ from a lot of the other students that are here, being younger, coming straight out of high school and stuff like that. So let's go ahead and get stuck into it. Um, Sammy, I really wanted to go ahead and give you a chance here at the beginning to go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody that might not know who you are um, and to talk about some of the things that you're involved with here at Wright State. Hi, I'm Sammy Irvin. Um, I am the general manager of WWSU 106.9, Fairborn Dane, Dane's Right Choice. <laughs> Always put that in there. Um, so I am a mass communication student. I have been here since 2016. And really, the only thing I've been a part of, it has been WWSU, but that's just because that's been... That's the job I want to go into after I graduate college is radio. And so I've been just trying to perfect it. Mm -hmm. And this is what I want to do with my life. Mm -hmm. So all of my focus has been into WWSU as well as my classes, of course. Mm -hmm. So where does that passion stem from? Well, I mostly love the music aspect Mm -hmm. because mostly my show on air is just music. Um... But I mostly got into it because I watched um, Dan and Phil for on YouTube, and uh, they had a they had a radio show for BBC over in England. Mm-hmm. So that's where I was like, "Oh, that's what I want to do." Okay. Well, where are you from? Are you from Ohio? I am from West St. Mary's, West Virginia, but oh. I am I also live in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. So how how did you hear about Wright State then? When did you come? You said that you live in Columbus now, but you're from West Virginia. When did you actually come to Ohio? So I've always moved back and forth between Ohio and West Virginia growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because like family having like having illnesses. Mm-hmm. So we've always gone back and forth. Um, but I went to high school full time in Columbus. And so just Wright State was one of the options. Me and my parents were looking at for cost-wise and being close to home in case of something happening. And so this was like probably the best option for me. Yeah, I totally feel that. 
Um, I was talking to you guys a little bit before we started the podcast. Um, I'm from Troy. So when I first decided that I was going to go back to school, um, like I said, it was at a later age. I had done some things in my earlier years. I actually started college for the first time at um, Sinclair, and I did a couple semesters there. And at the time, I just didn't know if college was the route that I really wanted to take. So I ended up taking a little break and then ended up joining the Army and did that for a couple years. And then I ended up coming back to Ohio because that's where my family was at. And I didn't really have any any direction at the time. So I was like, well, I'll come back to, you know, my roots and what I know. So I came back to Ohio, ended up going to Edison Community College for a couple semesters. And then my stepfather um, is the main reason that I'm here at Wright State. He was very instrumental in direction and kind of assisting me and being like, hey, you know, if you want to do these, these goals and these certain things that you have, you know, that you're interested in in life, um, it would be best if you at least had some sort of degree that can kind of back up those passions. So here I am at Wright State, about to graduate here in like two semesters or so. Um, and it's been a really fun experience. I think that a lot of times when people think about going, you know, to school at a later age, um, there's there's a hesitation there. They don't want to be, you know, this old person in class or have people look at them differently or or be judged, you know, for coming back to school at a, at a later age. But I have found here at Wright State that that has not been the case at all. Um, I feel like because we have a really, a really large number of commuters, especially, um, a lot of the people that are, are in your classes are going to be a little bit older. And, you, you know, you might run into some people um, that are non-traditional students without even really noticing it. Um, in my first couple semesters, I will say that when I was taking like, you know, freshman classes and I was in, in the lecture halls with, you know, a couple hundred people, I did kind of feel out, out of place a little bit at times. But I think that that was just the nervousness that I felt coming into a big university like Wright State, you know, for the first time ever. It was, a, it was definitely a sh uh, like a shock factor for me, I guess. Um, I'll never forget walking into the first, the first lecture class that I had. It was like intro to psychology, I believe. And I walked in and everybody in there was like, you know, probably 18, 19. They're all sitting in their groups of friends or whatever. And I'm just like kind of in the back row. I did find it funny that you brought up the age factor because my first semester, I had a 87 year old in my class. <laughs> he wow. was trying. Yeah, he was trying to get his degree. And oh, I was like, awesome. props yeah. to you. I was like, props to you, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Um, that's really cool. But, um, yeah, not really. But I kind of keep to myself in my classes. I'm just there to get all the notes, then leave. But I have made some good friends here. Um, I will say that. But mostly, like, during class, I was just there to focus on class and everything. Yeah, so for sure. Whenever I walk into a class, I'm just like, cool, these are the people. <laughs> Not here to meet best friends, right? Mm -hmm. Here for that degree. Well, especially now, you know, with everything being online, the communication factor is, you know, if you do want to communicate with your fellow classmates and stuff, you really do have to put that effort in because you're not just sitting next to them in class. So I think that's going to be, especially going into this upcoming semester, you know, when everything's going to be back online again, I think that's going to be something that um, we'll have to adjust to once again is not being able to really communicate with our classmates that's helped me out a lot um in some of the classes that I've been here especially like I said when I first started off I kind of felt like I was just in the back of the classroom not really talking to anybody and I would have these questions about some of the the assignments and some of the work that we would be doing but I didn't feel comfortable 
you know, talking to any, any of my classmates um, to try to get that help. So it was definitely an adjustment, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, what this, this upcoming semester brings and the end of this semester too, um, as far as being able to, you know, reach out to my fellow classmates if I do have any questions and, and just be there for them as well. I've had a couple, a couple classmates in some of the classes that I'm in now that have actually reached out to me and be like, hey, do you understand what's going on in this class? Like I'm, I'm having trouble. So it's cool to be able to, to assist your fellow classmates as well. Well, it's a compliment to you that you know what you're doing. <laughs> I, f- I feel like I know what I'm doing. So I guess it is a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I hate about these online classes is when it comes to the group work now, mm-hmm. because it's so much harder than when it was in class and you could easily do this group work. But now you have a hard time with the group work because you don't have that time in class to work on the project or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I've had a couple of uh, projects in my French classes where we've had to create, like, PowerPoints. And there's always, like, people just waiting until the last minute or one person not even, like, doing any work, which is just really annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've I've been fortunate enough to not have any group projects, um, just mostly some interviews between students, uh, discussion boards for just mini writing and stuff. So I would say one-on-one stuff, partner work, but no group groups, which I'm very grateful for. I can't even do it in person. I have a hard time. So online, it would be really hard, especially because you can't see them face to face and try to even collaborate on stuff i have had a couple group projects that we've had to do and i think i've been fortunate enough to where um we've had really good communication through email i kind of like i'm one of those people when i am in a group i want to make sure that like i do my part i don't want to be the person that's looked at that you know if if we're doing like a peer evaluation form at the end of the project i don't want to be the one that has the name written down that says like oh nick didn't do anything and he didn't reach out to us and stuff so i'm i'm kind of like you know overprotective of my own name and stuff like that so i'm always the one that's reaching out like day one like hey guys when do you guys want to do this when do you, do you guys want to meet up or do you want to have a zoom call or something like that um try to take the lead as well Oh, absolutely. I do that to the point of annoying people, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it might annoy them at first, but I guarantee on the inside, they're probably like, wow, this is cool that we have somebody that's just going to, you know, lead. And I can definitely see you doing that as well, Claire. Oh, thanks. I kind of think of The Guardian and the social media team as a group project, kind of. I mean, I kind of think of that as an ongoing group thing. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are always collaborating. You guys do a really, really good job over there of communicating. I think that you guys do a really good job. That's something that I've been trying to implement more onto the news site as well as getting more in contact with you guys, bouncing ideas off of each other because we are a group and it, you know, the work that we doing that we're doing together is a big group project. You know, we're, we're trying to put out the best content that we possibly can um, in that aspect. So yeah, I agree with you. One of the things that I wanted to ask you, Sammy, um, about you, that you said that you live in Columbus. So when you're doing stuff here, at Wright State, are you driving all the way from Columbus to Wright State to complete that work and be in, in the office? No, so I actually live on campus, but okay. over the but um I did work for the uh, radio station over summer, so that was when I was driving back and forth mm-hmm. every day during the summer. What was that like? Um, it wasn't too bad. 
but I do have a fear of driving in the in like storms. Mm-hmm. So anytime it rained, I was like gripping onto my steering wheel so tight. I was <laughs> like, I do not like driving in the rain. I hate it. Mostly yeah. because I spun out one time in the rain. So it's like ever since then, oh, I'm no. like, no. Yeah. <laughs> that commute would be that commute would be quite a bit for me. I I like to drive, but. I had eye surgery when I was in the army to, to correct my vision. So one of the side effects that I've had to deal with over the past couple of years, and I guess it's just going to continue as I get older is um, nighttime driving is very, very hard for me. It's, it's hard for me to see at nighttime in general. Um, but when I'm driving and especially because I don't have the best car, um, my headlights aren't that bright. So when I'm driving at nighttime, it's, I, I always have to be, especially if I'm on the highway, I have to be in the far right lane you know, go in the speed limit or as, you know, as slow as possible, just because I'm, I'm terrified that something's going to happen to me. Um, so that commute would be a lot for me that that's a lot to, uh, to commit to as well. Yeah, I commit when I do anything. So, (laughs) um, would you say that Wright State has been, you know, accommodating to the fact that, you know, you're not from Ohio? Have you ever had any issues where, you know, something's going on in West Virginia or something out of state and you need to, you need to get out there and you're like, okay, I need, I need somebody to kind of take over for me. I mean, I did have a funeral my sophomore year mm-hmm. and my teachers are very understanding with that. So I was very grateful for the professors I've had where mm-hmm. they're understanding that I do have family um, in other states and stuff that I need to take care of every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, it's just really the school has been the best for me uh, financially because mm-hmm. we're not very uh, rich or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We're low middle class. So this has probably been like the best uh, school. Yeah, I can feel that for sure. I feel like our, our professors here do a really good job of keeping us informed and doing doing the best of their abilities. Um, especially now in these crazy times that we're living, I've had a, a great deal of appreciation for the professors that I have in this semester, this past semester, and I'm sure going into next semester as well. Um, I feel like they've done a really good job of, you know, working to the best of their ability to keep us updated on things and and keeping the assignments um, up to date, syllabuses up to date, um, especially with everything being online. I'm sure that a lot of them had never had to do this type of thing, just like us as students, we've never, you know, had to to take these online classes, um, at least being forced to. I know that there's always the option to take online classes, but for me, myself, I, I'm somebody that likes to learn in person. So up until this semester, I was doing everything in person and, you know, being forced to take online classes and stuff. I was really, I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. I was really nervous. I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to learn this material. I, I had, you know, these, these thoughts r- rushing through my head of, should I take a break? Should I, you know, wait and, and try to see if this coronavirus stuff is going to die down and then come back to school? Um, but I'm really glad that I've been able to work through it and work with my professors and and really have the support of, you know, the right state faculty and the community here as a whole behind me as well. Have you guys had similar experiences? I would I would say kind of. It's just been interesting um, trying to balance our like on campus jobs with the uh, regular like school with Wright State Um, and it's trying to find that work-life balance I think has really been a a difficult 
aspect of the semester, especially, even though something like The Guardian can more easily go online than something like a fast food restaurant. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that um, online has been going well for me. I think my professors have been very understanding, uh, very accommodating just with everything that's going on. I do miss the uh, person-to-person interaction, but um, because I actually uh, did not feel well over this weekend and I uh, had to get tested for COVID, I tested negative, thank goodness, but um, I, uh, I'm appreciating the less contact is safer. Well, Claire, I didn't know that that you had to get tested. Can you tell us a little bit about that, what, what that experience was like? I've heard I've heard mixed reviews on the test. I've heard some people say it was the worst thing that they've ever had to go through. And I've heard other people say that it wasn't that bad. So can you walk us through um, it a little it bit? Just strange. It didn't hurt. It was more uncomfortable than anything else. Um, it was just a, a Q-tip and they go up your nose. Um, but no, it was, it was okay. It just got a little old after a while, but they, they did okay. Were you nervous going into it? Um, not so much for the test, just what it was going to say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I can, I can foresee that, you know, if I ever do have to get tested or, you know, if knock on wood, I, I don't ever have to, but if that were to ever happen, I think that I would just be, you know, more or less really nervous for, yeah. you know, the results. I, I feel like that's the part that would, that would be eating me up. How long does it take for the results to come back? Well, it was fast. They actually said 24 hours if I had it, but they got back to me in uh, maybe about 18 hours. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I foresee a lot of people having to get that test done here in the near future, especially with the holidays coming up. You know, Governor Mike DeWine has been talking about you know, how he wants people to to keep wearing their masks and, and to be safe during the holiday season. But I feel like this is going to be a time where some people, unfortunately, let their guard down, especially when you have family gatherings and it's traditions for some families to get the whole family together for Thanksgiving and for Christmas and, and New Year's and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see not only where the state of Ohio goes here in the next couple of weeks and months, but for, for the nation as well, um, especially with Ohio you know, having reported, you know, record numbers this past week, we had the most hospitalizations in a single day that we've had since the beginning of the coronavirus. We had, um, you know, the most reported cases in a single day. So things are, things are in a really weird spot right now. And it's really awkward timing, especially during the holidays. Absolutely. I don't know if this will be uh, of interest, but I am not from Dayton. I'm not from Southern Ohio. I'm from Cleveland. And okay. so I do feel like there is a sense of, there was a sense of foreign, uh, foreign culture when I first came here. Um, mm-hmm. I had maybe had Skyline Chili once in my life. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, you know, I didn't know about Tim Hortons and I didn't know about Young's Dairy, um, and so I just I just never knew the Air Force Museum. I have heard of it, but not been there. So, in mm-hmm. a way, that was sort of foreign. It was like, you know, so many people at Wright State are from Dayton or Cincy mm-hmm. or Columbus, and I felt like coming from a whole different part of the state was a little bit foreign. So I guess I felt like a quote-unquote special student. 
does your family still live up in Cleveland? Yeah, we do. Okay. So wait, do you live on campus, Claire? Or do you live somewhere around campus? When I'm when I'm on campus, I do. Yeah. Okay, okay. So what's it like um, you know, being away from your family? Because that's that's more than a couple hours away. So and what what kind of experiences have you had? Experience. Yeah. Um, and so it's uh it's okay. Uh we mm-hmm. FaceTime every day or every other day. And uh, it's okay. I uh, I'm used to it now. I like the independence and the freedom, but at the same time, uh, I'd like to move closer to them when I'm done. So I think it's a nice uh, nice thing for a few years, but definitely not something I want to do forever. Yeah, I'm sure that there was an adjustment process, um, especially being that you know you are a little bit younger than I am. So I can remember what it was like when I was your age. You know, leaving leaving away from the family for the first time. There is a, a real sense of nervousness, nervousness there, but also excitement, um, experiencing new things, new people, new surroundings. Oh, definitely. It was all of that. At the same time, I felt so independent. And then after the first month uh, of school, I, I was kind of like, wow, I can do this. I can take care of myself. You know, I'm not eating ramen and staying up to one o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Like I'm actually doing a good job, you know. So definitely uh, more independent adulting. Yeah, for sure. Maxwell, where are you from? Tell us a little bit about your backstory. Um, I am actually originally from Dayton, Ohio. I was born and born there and raised in the small town of Germantown, which is in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Um, I actually would call myself a non-traditional student as well because I went to Wright State straight out of high school, um, but I ended up transferring over to Sinclair. Uh, just because of money issues but then mm-hmm. graduated and came back so it it, it feels kind of weird it's kind of like you're being thrown into the fire because it feels like there's two different like um, ways of going about college going the community mm-hmm. college route versus just going the state school mm-hmm. but it also feels really nice too because I have this adjustment to already got the gen eds done don't we have to do it anymore math or science or something like that i just can do what i want to do for my major i think that's really cool well that's cool what is your major uh media studies okay do you have any idea what you want to do um after you graduate i know that you Um, said that you're going to be graduating here pretty soon i would love to work in uh broadcast media um whether it's like a newspaper like like the guardian or dayton daily or like and like a news station i don't even care where i work like if i'm working in california ohio canada it doesn't matter to me as long as yeah. i'm in this job and it's a thing then i'm happy with it yeah i totally feel that for me i i you know i'll be graduating here in two semesters so summer of 21 um hopefully i'll be done i'll have my degree and my goal is to go out west that's always been kind of something that i've I've looked forward to ever since I came to Wright State. I, I wanted to do, you know, I wanted to have a plan set up to when I got here, so where I could um, have something to look forward to at the end. And I think that you know, Colorado is the move for me. I want to be in the Denver area, Colorado Springs, somewhere around there where it's just beautiful everywhere. I love scenery. I love being outside. I love doing outdoor activities such as hiking, and I'd love to learn how to ski and snowboard. Um, and I've always just heard good things about Colorado. My uncle lived there when I was younger, and he would always tell stories and send pictures of, of the beautiful mountains and, you know, just everything out there looks so gorgeous. And I, I think that I'll, I'll love being out there. And with 
with a mass communications major and I'll have a minor in marketing as well. I don't think that I'll have any issues, you know, finding a job for either a, a publication or eventually I want to have my own work. Um, I want to start, you know, my own podcast after graduation. And I think the experience that I've had here working with you, Maxwell and Claire on basically a weekly basis has just furthered, um, you know, my passion in that area. It's something that I love to do. I love getting on here every week and talking to you guys and bringing guests like Sammy on. I think it's a lot of fun. And I think it's something that people enjoy. Um, at least I hope they enjoy. <laughs> um, I, I enjoy it for sure. And it's good resume material. Oh yeah. Creating content for people is something that, it, that I've always been interested in. I love photography. I love videography. I love music. Um, and I love just talking to people and having conversations. So, um, I think that Wright State has done a really excellent job of, prov of providing me, you know, not only the classes to teach me the material um, that I need, you know, in order to know how to do the stuff that I'm doing, but as well as, you know, connecting me with people like you guys and, and everybody else that we've had on the podcast over these past 11 episodes. Um, so I, I feel really fortunate. Uh, it was, you know, coming back to Wright State at an, at an older age, like I said earlier, was a, it wasn't the easiest decision for me. But looking back on it now, I'm so happy that I decided to do it. Um, and really, my only regret is not getting involved in stuff like this earlier. Um, like I said earlier, I was I was real nervous when I first got here that I was going to be judged and that I was going to be looked at differently. And that that was just not the case at all. And it took me a couple years to realize that. Um, and that's something that I want to echo to anybody that's listening to this. That might be a non-traditional student, might be you know from out of state coming in at a coming into college at a later age and you got this nervousness and you don't know if you want to do it or not, I would just say, take the leap and just do it. You know, albeit everything that we're doing right now is a little bit different. And in that sense, we're all kind of non-traditional students right now. We're all learning on a different format, having to go through the coronavirus. But I think that Wright State does a really good job, like I said, of bringing people together, teaching them the stuff that they need to know um, and providing them with the resources that will help them along the way. Um, so yeah, Sammy, I did, I did want to ask you one last question. This is something that we ask everybody that comes on. So Sammy, do you drink coffee? And if you do, how do you drink your coffee? So you can even ask Maxwell. I am a coffee addict. Okay, <laughs> I have pretty much every Starbucks cup that has ever came out. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I drink a peppermint mocha iced no whip with three extra shots of espresso. Oh wow. my gosh, you have it down to a science, girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try that, and if I and if I'm all zinged up, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> That's and it's there all year round, not just Christmas. It's all year. <laughs> nice, Maxwell. I don't think I don't think we've ever actually asked you that question. Do you drink coffee? Um, I do sometimes. Um, uh, mo most of the sometimes, Maxwell. Um, I think usually when I go to Starbucks, I try and get like uh, green tea frappuccino, but I found a recipe online where you can get it like the Harry Potter houses as frappuccinos Whoa. and just get the Slytherin one. Just add an espresso to it. Okay. Oh my God. That is ambition in a drink. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to go make some coffee right now. I am, I'm starting to get a little bit tired. So I just want to thank everybody that's, that's been listening to our podcast over these past 11 episodes. I want to thank Sammy for coming on and talking to us today and giving us a little bit of her background and what it's been like coming to Wright State, you know, not being from Ohio. 
Maxwell and Claire, thank you once again for being here. I love talking to you guys on a weekly basis. It's been a lot of fun and I can't wait yeah, to continue great. doing I it. Love doing this with you. Yeah. And we will be back next week with episode 12. So everybody be on the lookout for our social medias at WSU Guardian for your right source of news. Sammy, do you want to go ahead and plug the radio station here at the end too? Sure. Uh, so make sure you listen to WWSU 106.9 FM Fairborn Dane Dane's Right Choice. And you can always find us on at WWSU at on Right State's page. All you got to do is press the little play button and you can hear every show. You can even look at our schedule to find out which shows you would be interested. We have sports and we have music and some talk shows. Yep. And I encourage you guys to check out the Right State radio station as well. Um, they do a great job over there. Everybody that has their shows, it's really fun to listen to some of that stuff. Maxwell, I think you have a show on there as well, correct? Yes, I do. I actually have one right before this show airs, uh, Monday from <laughs> 3 to 5. So y'all will enjoy it. Thank you guys once again for tuning in. We will see you guys next week. Thank you. Thanks. Bye, guys. See you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>